0: It is always so much fun to bring you new design trends, new decor trends, so that you can get an idea of what people are talking about. Whether or not you follow them or implement them into your own home, sometimes it's just fun to be in the know. So when you are scrolling on Pinterest or you're looking on HGTV or you're hearing your friends talk about the latest trend, you know what it is they're talking about. And there's one this summer that happened to creep up not by surprise. It kind of came full blast. (laughs) Do you know which one I'm talking about? I bet you do. This is Barbie Core, and we're going to talk all about it, (laughs) how you can implement it in your own home, what it means really in its most basic sense, and maybe how you can embrace it even in the most simple ways. All right, enjoy today's show. We grew up with the phrase, home is where the heart is. But our culture has shifted and now the message is, home should be Pinterest perfect. I'm calling BS on that message. Home, it's not about the stuff, it's about the story. And whether you know it or not, your home is a reflection of you and is already saying something. So what is it that you want it to say? Hey, I'm Danny, a former first grade teacher turned home decorator. Going from a dual income to a single income so I could stay home with my babies meant budget. Like ramen eating, Goodwill shopping budget. And I learned a few things along the way, like how to bring big style to your home without breaking the bank. And I'm sharing it all with you. Tips, tricks, decor, and design advice so you can learn to tell your story with your style. Where you can start living free from the Pinterest perfect trap and start living a life of intention. Welcome to Fig and Farm at Home, where we design happy living and where it doesn't have to be perfect to be beautiful. Barbies when I say that word, what do you think? Are you conjuring up images of when you were little and the hours you spent playing with them? Or is it something that is a little bit more controversial for you? Maybe you weren't allowed to play with them. I'm not sure where you land, but for me, I spent hours upon hours playing with my Barbies, my Ken dolls, chopping their hair, curling their hair. Yes, I put Heat to plastic. Not a great idea, friends. (laughs) Making clothes for them, I spent hours. And the hours I spent weren't always spent in the action portion of the play. It was in the preparation. It was the decorating the house. Surprise, surprise. (laughs) It was in the changing of the outfits. It was in the doing of the hair. Hours my parents definitely got their money's worth with the barbie dream house the corvette car i think we even had a bronco and then of course all the dolls and eventually they came out with a doll that looked a little bit like me dark hair hazel eyes i was ecstatic barbie accessories in my home growing up are very much like lego legos in my home today they lay on the floor They hurt to step on, and you might miss a piece or two. My older sister and I would play for hours, and my mom, being a really wonderful seamstress, would make Barbie clothes. My older sister would eventually make Barbie clothes. Even my brother got into the game. He didn't make pink things, but he did use the skin of a rattlesnake that he happened to catch. I don't know. I don't know. I don't ask questions. But he skinned the snake, used that to make a headband for my Barbie's hat. So nearly everyone had a stake in the game with these Barbies. (laughs) So why am I telling you this? I'm telling you this because what was a fun long ago pastime, a fun childhood toy, a fun dream world has kind of taken shape in real life this summer. If you haven't heard, Barbie the movie was created and was released this summer. I haven't seen it yet. I am going to... (laughs) as a guilty pleasure, but just like we've talked about in past where fashion trends, pop culture trends affect home decor trends, this is also very true for the movie Barbie. So we're going to dive right into what that means, what Barbie core is, what it means in its most simplistic terms, and how you can implement it in your own home if you too are loving the Barbie core home decor style. You may be thinking, I'm going to say Barbie core is pink. Done, end of show. (laughs) Okay, yes, a lot of pink is involved. We can definitely safely assume that this is so. (laughs) But at its most basic sense, it is a really nice combination of pastel pinks mixed with highly saturated deep pinks, even bringing in some neons. So back in the 80s, the neons are back with Barbie core. So there's a really bold palette, and it's definitely opposite of the all-white minimalism trend. Barbie core has touches of luxury and plushness. Texture is everywhere. And don't forget the curvy, glossy, high metallic, not necessarily glittery pieces. We talk about creating homes that feel a certain way, and Barbie, Barbie core definitely feels it is fun, it is playful, it is whimsical, it is bubbly, it is positive, it is unapologetically feminine. And creating a a home that has some barbie core elements to it is confidence overload. Imagine having the confidence to create a home that has a bright fuchsia couch. I mean, that is a state <laughs> that is a statement, and you may be thinking, there's no way I would ever paint my walls pink. There's no way I would ever bring in neon. There's no way I would ever get rid of my safe brown leather couch and put in a fuchsia one, and that's okay, but I think there are some things that we can learn from the Barbie core aesthetic. I think there's some things that we can implement in our own home, even if there's no pink involved. So even if we're not decorating with pink, here are five things you can learn about decorating your own home that you can learn from the barbiecore craze. The first one is that cohesive doesn't necessarily mean everything has to be white. In fact, it's going to look so much more nuanced, so much more intentional, so much more playful and fun, so much more you, probably, if it's not all white. What I want you to think about is this. When you are designing your space, when you have an inspiration piece that kind of informs decision-making, I want you to think about that as the middle of a of a spider web. Have you ever taken a look at the structure of a spider web? They're really very pretty, aren't they? The center is so small and then it fans out from there. And when it catches the light or it catches the the glimpse of the little dew on it, it is just a really pretty thing. But that's beside the point. I want you to imagine that inspiration piece being the center of a spider web. And from there, you're going to fan out into other components of your space. As long as those other components from your space point back to the center, point back to the inspiration piece, you should be golden. But think about too, how sometimes the little shoots, I don't even know what they're called. I'm sure there's a word for it, but the shoots that are coming, the lines that are coming straight from the center of the spider web, they go out straight. And there might be 10 of them, there might be 15 of them, but then they connect vertically one to another. As you connect one to another and around and around and around you go, as you're building that spider web, this is how you create a cohesive looking home. This is it. And it doesn't have to be white. So you can choose your inspiration piece and that inspiration piece right in the center of that little spider web, I, I really need to come up with a better word. So, Hey, if you're listening now and you have an idea for me, come into my Facebook group and let me know what is that word that I should use in the in the middle of the spider web, <laughs> that is the inspiration piece. And that color palette that is sitting right there is going to fan out all around and all of the things that are going to tie together are the pieces that create the unified look, that create the cohesive look and the feel of your home. A lot of times, and especially in this last couple of years, we have been drawn to and gravitating towards white. But I think that might be intentional too. If you think about where our world was just three years ago and how chaotic and scary and frustrating and just turned upside down it was. White was very calming less was very calming, decluttering. And of course that's always a thing, but just having less to simplify was a thing. But I think we're turning away from that a little bit. And I think we're embracing color a little bit more. We're embracing that feeling of, I want to not be confined to that Period of time that was so scary, that period of time that was so unsettling, that period of time that made me stay at home. And we're branching out, and some of that branching out means using color. And Barbie Core is absolutely (laughs) the opposite of safe. So just keep in mind that cohesive doesn't always have to be white. Now, quick side tip cohesive is going to happen most easily with the color of your walls, most easily. All right, the second thing that we can learn from the Barbie core design trend is that neutral things, so I'm gonna start with walls here, neutral things allow pieces to pop. Of course they do, right? If you have a a white room, a white rug, white oak floors, and you have a bright fuchsia couch, it is going to pop, and that contrast is going to be so high contrasting that it's going to look really dynamic. It is going to look really fantastic. And sometimes that high contrast, high contrast in design can be exactly what you're going for. Of course, we can be all monochromatic, but the high contrast is going to create a feeling and that feeling that it's creating here and in Barbie core is fun, playful, whimsical, unexpected, conversation starting. (laughs) That's not a feeling, but it's something that can happen. It's going to feel, very different than if you put a fuchsia colored couch on a brown wall or a latte wall or a mushroom wall. It's going to feel very, very different, but sometimes neutral, a neutral foundation like walls and floors allow pieces to speak a little bit. They allow pieces to tell a story. They allow pieces to not be shy. So even if you have a white couch and you're done with the all white trend and you've thought, you know what, this is great. This slip cover is fantastic. And I have all these white cushions, but I'm kind of ready for some color. If you add a little pop of color, whether it's pink or not, it is going to speak. And that speaking is sharing your personality. It's sharing your story. It's sharing a little bit of who you are. The third thing we can learn from the Barbie core design is that retro or vintage can cohabitate really nicely with modern things. So as you are looking around your own home and you're thinking, gosh, that vintage hutch, Maybe I should get rid of it. I don't know. It's not really new. Can you make it work? This is one of my very favorite design styles. It's one of my very favorite ways to create a curated looking home. And that's by marrying old and new. By having styles that span generations. That span decades. Can you have a 1950s something with a 1990s something or a 2023 something absolutely and barbie Cord does this unabashedly you see a very high nod to the 1950s and modern so the next time you're at your flea market and you're thinking gosh this really vintage cool piece is something that i absolutely love think about how it ties back into the center of your spider web does it make sense Does it make sense with the color palette? Does it make sense with the story you're trying to tell? Does it wind itself around to touch some of the other design elements that are already living nicely in your space? And if it does, take a risk. The fourth thing that we can learn from the Barbie core design is something that I actually teach inside of Home Design 101. It is that important to creating a home that resonates with your story that reflects who you are and your personality, that showcases what it is that your family is all about while being cohesive and cozy. And that is creating a feeling word. Barbie core, at its very nature, is really playful. It is really fun, and fun by itself, playful by itself, can be a feeling word. But a feeling word is just as essential for creating and designing a space in your home As a color palette, a feeling word is just as important as the couch you put in the corner. A feeling word is just as important as the peripheral pieces you use to decorate your living room. Feeling words in conjunction with the things, the physical, tangible items that you bring into your home help round it out. It helps create that warmth, that cozy, that intentionality, the nuance behind your design. And the fifth thing that we can take away from this barbecue craze that has just swept us up this summer is to not be afraid to have fun, to play a little bit. Your home is your canvas. It really is. And I believe that wholeheartedly that your home is your respite it is not necessarily meant to be decorated for the person down the street. It is not meant to be decorated for your mother-in-law who happens to come over three times a year. This is your space. And if you like funky, let it be funky. And if you like matchy-matchy, let it be matchy-matchy. But don't be afraid to take a risk. Don't be afraid to have fun, to play a little bit. And if your risk-taking means that you're using green instead of blue, great, fantastic. If your risk-taking means that you're hanging a picture where no picture has been hung yet, awesome! Take that risk. Whatever that is for you, allow yourself to play a little bit. Allow yourself to grow in confidence with your decision making and allow yourself to experiment. If you're ready to experiment with a few very specific hand-picked barbie core pieces, there's going to be a link for you so that you can see what you could take a Teeny tiny little step into the Barbiecore world into your home. Maybe it's for you, maybe it's not. But that link will be posted in the show notes. And for those of you who have been waiting for Home Design 101 to open its doors again, there's good news for you. It is getting a makeover. I am hard at work trying to make this more accessible and more affordable, but with the same accountability. So if you've been waiting for those doors to be open, there's a link for you in the show notes to get on the wait list doors open in September. All right, friends, thanks for hanging out with me today. See you soon. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.